know him as your everything. Yes. Amen. Yes, that song is true. He will meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. And he will be your everything. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are continuing in on in our series of the 23rd Psalm. And we still on that first part. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. And what David is really saying when he says, I shall not want, he said, I have found the Lord to be my everything. My everything. Hallelujah. Out of this text, as we journey through the life of David, as I show you the 23rd Psalms, in David's life. Mm -hmm. There was more than just a cute poetry. It's, it's more than just him re re reciting something that sounds nice. But David knew the Lord, his God, his shepherd, as every item that he talks about in the 23rd Psalms. My question and my attempt is that we will see it and that we will apply these spiritual principles in our own lives. That we will be able to say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We need that, especially in this season, especially in this time, especially with all the hell going on. You need to know him as your shepherd, as your God, as your Lord, and you need to know the sufficiency of his grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, I, I, I want to deal with the subject matter that your victory is in your mouth. Say that with me. My victory is in my mouth. My victory is in my mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us go into prayer. Father, even now as we uh, Lord, pour out in the midst of this sermon, in the midst of this worship, continue to pour out. Lord, with all the problems, with all the giants that are before us, we need to see you as David saw you. We need to understand the spiritual principles that enabled him to stand against Goliath. Lord, we all have Goliaths. We all have problems. We all have situations. Lord, today, make clear how we can stand in the midst of life situations and speak, speak your word, speak your truth, and stand on your promises. Lord, even now, teach us. Lord, show us. Make clear. Open up our ears. Open up our spiritual eyes that we may see. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Today I want to talk about our mouths. 
Where is your faith? Where is my faith when all hell breaks loose? It's easy to praise God. It's easy to, to sing his praises on Sunday morning. But, but now that we're not in church, now that, that we don't have the assembly, and life is still happening, trouble is still happening, how do we face our troubles? And, and I know every one of us got troubles. All of us got a different Goliath. All of us got different situations. And, and the truth of the matter is how you speak, how you talk, how, what you say, it, it shows us where our heart is. Hallelujah. It, it, it's 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 easy to speak faith when you're on the telephone with somebody, but after you hang up the phone and you're in the room by yourself and things are not going well, what's coming out of our mouths? Where is our faith? I, I believe that part of this pandemic, part of the reason of this pandemic that God has allowed it is that there's a question on the table is where are you? It is the same question he asked Adam and Eve after they sinned. He, he, he wasn't talking about location, uh, of their physical location. He was talking about their spiritual location. Where are you? I, I got to answer that. You have to answer that. Here the nation of Israel is array for war in Samuel chapter 17. We left this last week, and, and David has been sent by his father to, 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 to send victuals or food to his brothers. And, and in the midst of this, seeing this, Goliath the giant, the champion of the Philistines, is talking smack. Did you know your trouble would talk to you? You better believe it would talk to you. Well, right now, some of us are sitting there, and, and you can't hear what I'm talking because devil, the devil is out talking me. Your problems is out talking me. The situation is out talking me. Listen, you can't stop the devil from talking smack, but you need to open up your own mouth and talk back. Hallelujah. Listen, faith is our battle. If you are a Christian, you are in a faith fight. Say that with me. You are in a faith fight. The one thing that Satan is trying to steal from you is your, is your progression, your, your forward motion. You maturing in your faith. See, if you really say, if you really know him, the Lord said, no man can pluck you out of my hands. But the devil don't want you to grow. I, I testify today that the devil is scared of you growing, of you growing in your faith, of you coming to the place of knowing who you are. Did you know as a child of God, you got legal rights? Did you know that the devil just can't do anything? Did you know that you got some promises that you need to stand on? And, and the devil will try to make you back up when you need to stand. Let me speak to somebody. Let me speak to you today. Stand. Stand on your faith. Stand. Encourage yourself. Stand and know that God has you. Stand and start praising God 
and speaking the promises of God to yourself. Your, your lips is powerful. Your mouth is powerful. The Bible tells us that. The, the Bible tells us that there is power in our speaking. Amen? Hallelujah. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21 says, A man's moral self shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? That what you speak will fill you. Well, let me see if I can explain. Whatever you speak, you eat it. If you speak negativity and doubt, then you'll be filled with negativity and doubt. Some of us, we are hurting ourselves. We are speaking death to ourselves, death to our encouragement, death to our faith, death to looking up. Death to trust in God. The Bible says, Proverbs says, that the power of life and death is in your mouth. Not only can you speak death to other folks, you can speak death to yourself. Faith fight. This is a faith fight. The only thing that you can grow that makes you grow in every area is your faith. Hallelujah. That's why Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that it's impossible to please God without faith. He said, I don't care what you do. If you're not doing it with faith, if you're not trusting me, if you don't believe that I will bless you, if you're not standing on my promises, he said, you can't, you can't please me. He said, and I am a rewarder. I will bless those that know how to stand. I will bless those who speak in my word. I will bless those who know that I will do what I said I'm going to do. Listen, listen, listen. We must participate in our blessings by believing God that he will do what he says he's going to do, even when it doesn't feel like it, even when it doesn't look like it. Hallelujah. See, if you already see it, you don't need faith. If you already have it, you don't need faith. You need faith when all hell done broke loose. You need faith when it doesn't look like it's going to turn around. You need faith when you get a bad report. You need faith when the devil is active, talking smack. David was nothing more than maybe 15, 16 years old. And here he is facing this giant. Oh, somebody need to say amen. And, and David, in, in Samuel 17, in verse 17, here, here he is, and he comes down, and we talked about this a little bit, but I want to show something. Don't expect everybody to jump on your bandwagon when you're trying to do something for God. Hallelujah. Even your brother may come against you. Your family may speak against you. Listen, listen, listen. When you are active for God, it convicts others that's not walking in faith. You don't have to say a word. Your presence convicts them. Listen, the favor on you convicts them. The anointing on you convicts them. So what they would do is talk smack to you to move you out of position. Verse 18. Let's turn there. 
8.10 says, take these cheeses to your brothers. They're at battle, the three brothers. Next verse. And Samuel and his brother and all the men of Israel in the valley of Eli fighting with the Philistines. Next verse. And David rose up early and he took it. He went to the encampment. He went to the battleground. Next verse. Listen, listen. And Israel and Philistine put the battle right and the armies was against one another. Hallelujah. And David left his packages in the care of the baggage camp and he ran to the ranks. David was a bad boy. He wanted to see the battle. He was a fighter at heart. You better be a fighter. Listen, listen, if, if, if you think that being a Christian is going to bring you peace, it brings you peace with God, it brings you peace on the inside, but you better know trouble is going to come because the devil is going to come up against you to move you out of position. Hallelujah. And as they talk, Goliath the champion, he came talking smack. Is there anybody the devil's talking smack to you? Your situation talking smack to you? And, and, and you know what? And as long as you listen, he's going to keep on talking smack. You got to guard your heart. You got to guard what's getting to your earlobe, what's come through your eye gate, what come through your mouth. Listen, this is a faith fight. This is a faith fight. And whatever we speak comes back to you. Listen, if you speak doubt, you are putting faith in doubt. If you speak fear, you're putting faith in fear. You should not be looking at all the news reports all the time. Some of us go from CNN to some other station of Fox and we're listening to all the negative reports. The news station makes money on negative news. And if you taking in all of that, I'm not saying you shouldn't know some truth, but I limit how much news because above the news is my God. And I make sure I put more of God's word in me than the negative stuff that's all around me so that when I go start praising him, I know my God is in control. Got to guard my heart. Got to guard my mouth. Got to guard my ears. Got to guard my eyes. What are you listening to? Because out of the abundance of our heart, we speak. Listen, your speech shows us in your heart. If your speech is more negative, it means that you are allowing the enemy to steal from you what God has given you. This is spiritual warfare at a high level. And it doesn't matter how many years you've been in church, some of us has never learned how to do spiritual warfare. Some of us have never learned that, that God is in control and that God wants us to believe him, trust him. Hallelujah. They talking to David. They talking to David. And David, because David is saying, who do this man think he is? Verse 28, 
his brother, his oldest brother is there. His brother over 20-something. He's the oldest one. Got to be at least 23. And David is talking, and Eliab, the eldest brother, heard David and the men talking. He's, it's not even his conversation. He's already jealous of David. Why? Because David has favor. David has been anointed. David is different. David is the black sheep. He's different because he's been picked out to be called out because God has his hands on David. Listen, listen, listen. If you don't fit good, God has a place for you. God has an anointing on you. God wants you to be different for him. And look what he says. He says unto him, he says, why you come here? With whom you leave those few sheep. You know, that's, that's a put down. He said, all you do is take care of those few sheep. He was saying, you're nothing. Do folks make you feel like you're nothing? He said, I know your heart, the evilness of your heart. Listen, folks will put on you what's in their heart. He is transferring what's in his heart and he's saying that David's heart is evil, but God says that about David, he's, he's a man after my own heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You came down to see the battle. The Bible says that the David says to his brother, he says, what have I done now? He, it, what that means is, you are on me again? Why are you always on me? Well, why, why are you always negative towards me? Some folks are against you and they don't even have a reason. You haven't done anything. This could be anybody. This could be family. This can be friends. Listen, it's the very people you bless. It's the very people that you work for. It's the very people you don't bend over backwards for. And they're talking their mouth. Listen, you know what David does? This is smart. He doesn't answer his critic. You know what does? He turns from his brother and talks to others who are willing to. Listen, sometimes you got to close your ears when folks are trying to put on you what they don't know about you. You got to know who God has called you to be. You got to know, and that comes from personal relationship. That comes from walking with him. And let me speed up the story. They take him to Saul, and we talked about this a little bit. And they take him to Saul. Saul said, we, you can't fight you and you. He said, you don't know my background. You don't know where I came from. You don't know what experiences I have with God. You're looking on the outside, but you don't know that while I was in the wilderness, God was working for me. God was preparing me. God was speaking to me. God was fighting my battle. Listen, you looking at me, but I'm looking at God. Is there anybody looking up to God? Is there anybody? You're not looking and counting on your own stuff, but you know that God has you. You know that God will fight your battle. David knew something. Principles. David knew that Israel was the nation of God and God will fight for them. Hallelujah. He knew that the Philistines had no right to defy the armies of the living God. You got to know your legal right 
that, de that the devil has no right to say anything to you. He has no right to come in and mess with anything. That you have the ability to stand, plant your feet, and speak. You can stand up. David wasn't looking at himself, but he said, I got the legal right. Look what David said. He said, and the Lord who delivered me out of the lion, who delivered me out of the bear, will deliver me out of this. Your past ought to give you courage for right now. What you've been through, you ought to remember how far the Lord has brought you. You ought to tell the devil that the same God who brought me out of this situation, out of this trouble, the same God who kept my mind when all hell broke loose two years ago is the same God. He got me now. God hasn't changed. He's still the same. And if he was with me then, he's with me now. That's faith talk. That's encouragement. Open up your mouth because your victory is in your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know, I know I'm right about it. You better start talking. You better open up your mouth. Listen, I don't need anybody to encourage me. I can encourage myself when nobody else is around. I remember from where I came from. I remember how good he's been. I remember that God has worked miracles in my life. And if he did it then, I know, I know, I know he would do it now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As a man thinketh in his heart, Proverbs 23 and 7, so is he. Listen, listen, listen. What's in your heart? Because that determines how high you fly. That determines how you're going to face your trouble. That determines whether you are able to stay. How can I say? You should not get too high and not get too low. He's my stabilizer. See, I know when things are going real good, it's likely it's going to come down some. But I also know if it gets too low, I'm in a season of attack. When three and four or five things start happening at one time, I can identify it's the devil throwing thing, everything at me. So what I do is I pray more. I praise more. I read more. I get in his presence more because I understand that if the, if the spiritual attack comes at me more, I got to raise up my, the things I need to do to build up my spirit so that my flesh won't get in the way that my spirit is talking. My spirit sees it in from the right perspective. Listen, when you go down in prayer, you got a whole new perspective. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to Ephesians 4, 29 and 32. It says, let not corrupt words proceed out of your mouth. He says, don't even let it come out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification. Listen, if you're not building up somebody if you're not building up yourself, he said, watch what you say. Watch 
that's what you said. Psalms 1, the first Psalm, helps us with this. He said, blessed, full of favor, is the man who walketh, listen, not. Listen, don't, 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 don't listen to everybody's voice. You got to watch who's speaking into your ears. Listen, he said, counsel me, I'm hearing. No, you can't, you can't. Psalms 1, verse 1, it's talking about do not listen to their counsel. Don't listen to somebody that's giving you a bad word, negativity. He says on, he says, he said, nor standeth in the path of sinners. That means you watching sinners do stuff. He said, that's your mouth, that's your ear gate, that's your, that's your eye gate. Then he says that market don't sit in the seat of market. That means that bad words, bad thoughts, just unfaithful is coming out of your mouth. You are a marker about the things of God. You mark other people. And he says, listen, he said, don't do that. If he said, bless the person who don't, but the person who does it is not blessed. Amen. Know what he's saying? Your eye gate, your ear gate, and your mouth gate guards your heart. David, it may seem like that while he was in tending the sheep, that it was a punishment. But to be honest with you, that was a source of strength. When you all by yourself, he was right with God. It was his private time with God. Other people's negativity couldn't rub off on him. He had more time to pray. He had more time to write. He had more time to say. He wooed God by singing praises of God. And while he was spending time with God, God was giving him a different perspective. Hallelujah. Here is the whole army of Israel was running from Goliath, and David had a different perspective. Listen, don't be afraid of having a different perspective. Don't be afraid when God is, 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 is using you. Don't be afraid when they're talking negative, but you see God in the midst of it. David began to say, hey, I'm going to go fight him, and Goliath was, was indignant. Goliath came with him with a spear. Goliath came talking smack. But in 45, David said to him, you come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come in the name of the Lord. Is there anybody say, I'm standing in the name of the Lord. I'm living in the name of the Lord. I will do what I do in the name of the Lord. It's for his glory. It's for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Know who you are. Know that you're a child of God. Know that you've been washing the blood of the Lamb. Know that God got you. He said that you are in his hands and nobody, nobody will pluck you out. David started talking back. He said, this day, the Lord shall deliver you into my hands. He said, not for my name's sake, but for, but for his name's sake. Hallelujah. He said, watch this. He said, the whole earth will know and the army of Israel will know that there is a God in Israel. This was a battle of gods. 
While the Philistines had their God, Israel had Jehovah God. And what they were saying, whoever wins this battle, their God is God. Did you know that when you stand up for God in the midst of your circumstances, it's like the three Hebrew boys who told the king, Nebuchadnezzar, and said, King, we will not bow to you. No, we won't. And, and our God is able, but even if he doesn't, we know where we're going. You know, did you know that if you are a child of God, you're in a win-win situation? If God keeps you, you're good. If God takes you, you're better because we know where we're going. We know that heaven is our home. We know that God is up to something. Amen? Amen. 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 Allow me to bring this to a close. Hallelujah. 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 Listen what 2 Corinthians 4.13 says. It says, yet we have the same spirit of faith. What does Paul talk about? We got the same spirit of faith of those who wrote the scriptures. The scriptures are words of faith. Hallelujah. He says, I believe and therefore I have spoken. You know what he's saying? When I read it and I'm standing on his word, he said, I know that those who wrote it was moved by the Holy Spirit and they wrote it by faith. And, and now that I'm a Christian, I got the same spirit of faith that they have so I can take what is written. I can apply my faith to it. And then I can speak it out of my own mouth because my words, his words, have power. Matter of fact, if it had power coming out of his mouth, then it has power coming out of my mouth. Why? Because I believe what he spoke. And if he spoke it, I know my, my God said that his word shall not come back to him void, but it shall go forth and do what he told it to do. So now if I stand on faith, if I stand on his word, I know that the same God who worked it for them over there, who worked it for David, who worked it for Moses, who worked it for the three Hebrew books, who worked it for Paul, who worked it for others I have watched in the faith, he will work it for you. He will work it for me. Hallelujah. David says something, and we're going to end it with this. He says, for the battles is not mine, but the battle is the Lord. You know what he was saying? He was saying, I'm not here by accident. It may seem like I'm in a bad situation, but a bad situation for us is an opportunity for God. Hallelujah. See, God is still a miracle worker. God is still a way maker. God still will make a way out of nowhere. God will still show up right on time. God will still turn things around. God will still bless you in the midst of the storm. God still will open up doors. God still will tell the devil to sit down and shut up. God still will step in and fight your battle. Our God, our God is a mighty God, our God. He's right on time. He's a healer. He's a way maker. He's God all by himself. 
so that people will look at you and say, how did you make it? He said, Jesus, Jesus, he kept me, he helped me, he fixed me, he healed me. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my God. He is into using us that his name will be glorified. He's waiting on us to speak faith. To speak faith. I'm learning. I'm learning that even when God doesn't change it, when I want to change. His grace Oh, oh, won't he come see about you? Oh, won't his spirit fall on you? Oh, won't the joy come? Won't the peace come? His grace, he will hold you. He will talk to you. He will rock you to sleep. He'll give you strength to run on, to see what the end's gonna be. His grace, his grace, his grace. Can nobody make me doubt him because of what I've been through, because how he kept me. He is just that real. Hallelujah. Praise him, come on. God wants to prove himself to you today. He wants to show you he's faithful in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of your heartache. He's a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. If you give it to him, he'll show up. His name is Jesus. It's accepting him, asking him to come into your life. It's knowing that he died for you, that he rose for you, and he wants to save you as you give your life to him. Hallelujah. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord, I accept you as my redeemer, as my savior. Be my Lord. Be my shepherd. Be my savior. Hallelujah, Lord. Take control of my life today. Amen. Scripture said, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A number to call if you want to contact somebody that will pray with you is 513-400-5131. Father, even now, we proclaim victory. Lord, even now, we, we trust you. We love you. Lord, we bless your name because you are a God all by yourself. So Lord, help us to speak faith. Help us to walk in faith. Help us to have a confidence that David had, that he knew that he knew that he knew you were going to show up for him. Lord, we give you everything. You say, cast all our cares upon you because you care for us. So, Lord, even now, have your way. Bless you. Hold on. Speak faith this week. Speak into your problems. Speak 
into your situation and watch God encourage you. Watch God show up and show out. Watch God lift you. Hallelujah. See you next week. Praying for you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for coming. The praise team is ready. Come on. Let's praise him together. Hallelujah.